0: Our bed. You don't want to face it. You don't want to look at his word. You don't want to, you know, get, get on it. And he's like, let me introduce you to some people. That's what this is in Hebrews chapter 11. The word commendation comes up three times in this chapter, twice in these opening verses and once at the end. A commendation is an official praise or an official sort of like, look at this person and what they have done. That's what a commendation is. So as we come together this morning and you're weary, as you're sitting at home watching on the isolation station and you're weary, as you're in the overflow and you're weary, Jesus holds up to us these people. He says, look at these. This is my commendation to you today. Look at their faith. Look at their trust in Jesus. That's what he's saying. Look at the life of faith. Look at it. So as you are struggling, as you are finding it difficult, look at these guys. We call them the Hall of Fame, don't we? It's the Hebrews 11 Hall of Fame. It is like walking and seeing uh, the the cabinets on the wall, isn't it, of like the trophies. Um, One of the biggest uh, things for me at the moment is a lot of sadness for Spurs because they got no silverware. Do you know Harry Kane has been there? He's such a good player. No silverware. Oh, and it's sad. Uh, But here you've got this hall of fame. You've got this chapter to come to and just stand there and just look. You know, look at these Christians who who found life exactly as you find life. Uh, but yet there was one put before them that is put before you today. The same challenge was laid at their feet, and that they had to persevere to keep on believing, keep trusting in Jesus. So how encouraging is that, isn't it, that the Lord knows us? Let me just make a few little remarks, really, about what you see in Hebrews 11. Isn't it funny that you read about Joseph? When you think of Joseph, what do you think of? I don't think of his bones. Do you, do you think of Joseph's bones? You're like, oh, let's wheel out Joseph. Um, and let's have a picture of him in the gallery. So the picture of him in the gallery is a skeleton. And it, that's what it is. It's a pile of bones that are just tied up, uh, ready to be taken when they left uh, Egypt. That's the picture up on the wall. It is not the Joseph standing next to Pharaoh with a massive signet ring on his hand. Isn't that amazing? That's just one little observation, isn't it, in Hebrews 11? Is that, oh, look at all these people in the Old Testament. And it's like they, they walked across the Red Sea. <laughs> That's all they did. That's all they did was put one foot in front of the other across the Red Sea. And it's like, look at them. Look at them. The circumstances in which they found themselves oppressed and scared and anxious and on the brink of sheer panic. Yet they just put one foot in front of the other and followed Jesus through the Red Sea. That's it. Isn't that amazing? So, what, what you're looking at here is obviously some people did amazing things like leading armies, but then you get just as much the other way of like, no, they're just, they're just normal people, man. Yeah, he brought up his kid, he leaned on his staff, and he blessed his children. It's like, isn't that amazing? Uh, that's the life of faith. The life of faith is just just putting one foot in front of the other. It's having your eyes fixed on Jesus and walking with Him and walking to Him uh, and following Him. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Well, when we come across the word faith, there's lots of things that kind of kick off in our heads, isn't it? Um, Like uh, people talk about faith as being like a leap in the dark. Have you heard that? Uh, described as faith Uh, people maybe that you know don't don't know jesus would think of faith like this that it's just a leap in the dark that's what you're talking about is that you don't actually know anything that's out there but faith is like just going just step off (laughs) and just step off and just 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 believe that is not what we're talking about here that is not what we're talking about there's a big difference between something being unseen and unknown unseen and unknown. You see, what we should be convinced of from Hebrews chapter 11 is that they knew. That they knew. That's actually the definition given to us. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. It's being sure and certain. Not saying I want to see it and I'm not going to believe until I see it, because you won't see it. And a lot of these died without seeing it. But they know it. They know it. So um, when um, we're talking about uh, Jesus being with us, in at Hebrews 13, 5, uh, that uh, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Now, if you're looking at them saying, their, their faith is a leap into the dark, it's like all the best to that person going into the week with a nice little nugget of, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I hope and wish that that is true. And I'm going to go into this week just kind of like gritting my teeth and just, you know, wangling for a good week here, which would match up with that. Or you have someone who knows Jesus, who knows the one who has died and has risen again, who knows the one who says, I will be with you and never will I forsake you. Now that is different, that is. That is different. Because those who stood up here know Jesus. They know him. You can't see Jesus walking around with them. And neither can they see him either. They can't physically see Jesus with them. Jess doesn't physically see Jesus working things out so that a dent disappointment might just come to her a little bit earlier than what is expected. Can't see it. Can't see Jesus getting on the old, uh, you know, phone and ringing up the dentist. No, she can't see it, but she knows that's what happened. Because it's about faith. Faith is believing. It is looking at the one who speaks and being convinced of a whole lot of things about that person. When um, it's coming up to our anniversary soon in uh, June the 30th, and it's going to be is it 21, 20 years? 20 years we're going to get, we would have been married. That's like insane, isn't it? But, but one day I did stand opposite uh, Mel and she made some promises. She made some promises. Now, by that time, you, you would have picked up on this, isn't it? How many years Sunny and Sinead were together before getting married? Yeah, they have been seven years together, three years married. You can do the math. Um, now, me and Mel had been together probably two and a half years, I think, before actually getting married, or two years. But I'm standing there, even when you get down on one knee, it's like, I'm not going to do this unless I know the answer, right? Um, but when, when I'm standing there next to her, she's making these promises, I'm looking at her, and I'm seeing a lot of things about her, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going on all the stuff that I know about her, all the stuff that we've been talking about, the relationship that, uh, that has been started and is, is ongoing, I hear those promises, and I am looking at her. Do I believe her? Now, I obviously know that she's a sinner. I know that. But I look at her, and I believe that she loves me. I believe that she is going to love me today. I believe she's going to love me tomorrow because she's promised these things. And however hard it is for her to keep that promise, I know that in there, that will be one thing that she wants, is to keep that promise. Now, I have been living life since uh, 2001 in the light of those promises. I've come home every day to our home in the light of that promise. And that's what we're talking about here, is that they heard what God said. Faith comes from hearing. From hearing the word about Christ. They heard the word. And that's why the Old Testament are Christians. All the people in the Old Testament are Christians who have trusted Jesus. Because His word was spoken to them. So they heard the word about Christ. And they believed it. They believed it. They knew who was speaking it. They knew the one who was speaking it. So faith is not a leap in the dark. It's not a leap in the dark. There is a person on which all of this is built. His name is Jesus. And he is a real person. And he actually came into our world. And there, you've got to deal with that, haven't you? If, it, if it's blind faith, then it's like he didn't really exist. He didn't really say anything. Oh, but he did, and he said a whole load of things. And he died, and he rose again. That's what our faith is built on. It's built on Him. And we know Him, don't we? We know that He is trustworthy. We know that when He says something, He does it. And that is why these guys are commended. They are brought before you. Official praise for these guys and gals, isn't it? That They heard God and they believed Him. They never saw anything. They didn't even see what they were promised and hoped for, but they knew the one who said it, and they believed. Now, lots of people will say as well that faith, your faith is a crutch. People say that. What do we say to that? Faith is a crutch. You just use it as a crutch. What do we want to say? We say, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, because who needs a crutch? Well, it's someone who is a bit weak, isn't it, and can't quite keep their feet. Um, And I think as Christians, we, by our confession and comfort, we want to go, yeah, I'm weak. But do you know what else? You're weak as well, and you are needing a crutch. You've got loads of troubles in this life, and you need help. You've got lots of worries and anxieties in this life, and you need help. So yeah, our faith is a crutch. We lean on Jesus. But we would want to say this, wouldn't we, that our faith is not only a crutch. It's also a crane. It's a crane. Because we know that without Jesus, without Him giving us the gift of faith, we're dead. We're dead, right? So we've got this and we, yeah, now that I'm a Christian, my faith is a crutch. I want to lean on Jesus as hard and as much as I possibly can. Crutch. Crutch. But before that is even a possibility, faith has got to be a crane, a gift from Jesus to those who are dead in their sins. It's for those who are then given this gift and are made alive in Christ. It's by grace that you have been saved, by faith. It's not from yourselves. It is a gift from God. It's a crane. So we want to say this, isn't it, to those who would say, it's a crutch. Yeah, it is a crutch, but first it's a crane. That Jesus has come as I was dead in my sin. I couldn't even look at Him. I couldn't even look for Him. I was all over the place. Didn't even think about Him. But then as I heard the word about Him, something happened within me. And it's this, isn't it, this gift that He has given us. So that our eyes are opened, like Lydia, isn't it, in Acts, that the Lord opened her heart so she could accept the word preached. is that what happened to you? Suddenly, you start to hear things, hear things that you never really heard before, even though you were within earshot. Not because He's given you this gift of faith, He opens up your heart, and you accepted Him as your Savior. You're like, no, He is definitely the one that I need. And in that moment, those words, isn't it, that He can save you, He can forgive you, you believe those words. Now keep believing those words. Look at all these people living by faith. They are far from a good bunch of people, right? That is what's striking as well, isn't it? Abraham, yeah, not, not, not great, eh? Screwed up his family a little bit, isn't it? David screwed up his family a lot. Um, made bad choices, made bad decisions. But this is the Christian, isn't it, who uh, no matter how much they fail, they come back to Jesus going, I've really failed. For the 10 million times in one day that you, you don't go to Jesus, that when you, you eventually do, and then there's 10 million times as much grace for your sin. But you don't run away from Him. You don't throw Him off. You don't abandon Him and forsake Him. You go to Him and you receive forgiveness. That is the battle and labor of the Christian life, that we keep on trusting Him. We keep on believing in Him. One day, you will receive everything that was promised, isn't it? One day, you will see. One day, that faith will just disappear because it's replaced with sight. You'll be able to see him. You'll be able to touch him and, hug, and have a bro hug with Jesus. You know, you'll be able to see him working physically. But until then, believe him. Take him at his word. Trust him, just like these people did. So look at these people. Read them when you go home today. Even across the dinner table, like ask the kids, what have you learned in uh, Anchor and Cornerstone that, that will help me to look at these people right? They are definitely sinners, but they are commended for their faith. That's the official praise Jesus wants to give them. Here we are. Here they are. They trusted me, took me at my word, and believed me, and carried on believing me. Now he's like, you do the same. You do the same. They could say, oh, but we've lost, every, we've lost loads of things, you know. And it's like, yeah, but so did they. Well, someone was sawn in two. Did you get that from the reading? It's like, what the heck? Someone was sawn in two. They, they think it was Isaiah. Lovely, being a prophet, isn't it? Great. They had, you know, and these guys that he's right into, isn't it? They've had the confiscation of their property. They've had lots of stuff going on, but there's a connection there as well. Their faith made these people act in ways that was going to get them persecuted. But they believed him and listened to him anyway and trusted him anyway. Be encouraged this morning. Be encouraged by this hall of fame. Be encouraged that these are the ones who are commended for their faith. And when you look at their lives, you realize they're just like you and they're just like me. But they just kept believing, kept on trusting in Jesus. Now now do that. So I just pray and ask Jesus to help us in this. Lord Jesus, we pray now that you would help us Help us to keep trusting you, to believe you and your words over everything and anything else. And pray for those who don't know you, that haven't got you. I don't know how they get through life. Um, there's lots of crutches that uh, end up in their hands. Uh, but pray, Jesus, that they will trust you, the one who is real, the one uh, who always delivers on what he promises. Pray you'd help us now in Jesus' name. Amen.